Live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios, this is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. We, the people, Congress shall make no law. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is Bullet Points 2A Talk Radio. Brought to you by the United States Gun Club. And now, your host, Tony Ashcraft. Listen, I want to diverge from our typical conversation on the show here. You know, normally we cover legislation both for and against the Second Amendment because we like to let you know what's going on so you can know how your gun rights are being affected. We've said before, I'll say it again that each time a little bit of legislation comes down the pipe that it might not be here in texas might not be in your backyard but each one of those things that gets through on the state level erodes your second amendment right so it's something that we all need to care about it's a conversation that we all need to have and if we're being honest we as second amendment supporters are getting our collective asses kicked when it comes to pro-Second Amendment versus anti-Second Amendment, we are getting beat up. We're getting ran over. And I'm not saying that because all of these laws are coming down the pipe. I'm saying that because we are not doing a good job collectively at defending the Second Amendment. And I'm going to explain this to you a little bit. If we think about all the laws that we talk about that Brooks and I cover here on Bullet Points, we talk about the assault weapons ban always is is one that's in the forefront universal background checks magazine capacity restrictions red flag laws it's it's all the same stuff sure it varies a little bit but at its core it's the same thing and why is that it's because the anti-gun people have the same message they have the same message consistently they are backed up by a media narrative and of course Anytime something happens that involves a firearm, be it a mass shooting or somebody goes to somebody's house and they have a bunch of weapons over there, any of that stuff, the media rides that like a circus pony. And you you see it 24 hours, day after day after day after day. And that gives politicians something to point to to say, yep, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And on top of all this, uh, in the... The times that we're in now with the presidential election coming up, you have, uh, I think, 162 Democrat candidates for, uh, <laughs> for, the, for the nomination for the 2020 election. And, of course, as you would expect, the media gives these folks a lot of attention. As yeah. any presidential election, the, the, the candidates always get a lot of attention. But you've got every one of these people nearly in lockstep talking about an assault weapons ban, talking about universal background checks. Um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. I mean, she yeah, dropped off the bus. Gone, yeah, yeah, she dropped off the bus. But you know, all these people are talking about crazy stuff. Like, um, uh, what's his face was talking about a, a, that he was going to buy back all these softwares. I don't know how the government uh, uh, buys back something that they never own. But um, uh, Beto or Beto, what is it? Oh no, no, that's Robert. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So Robert, uh, Robert O'Rourke was talking about <laughs> that he wanted to, that he would buy back assault weapons, and that's not. It's not unique to him. I mean, he's, you know, he's echoing what some of these other guys are right. echoing. So all of this stuff, if you're on the side of the Second Amendment, if you're pro-gun, this is not good news. This, the anti-gun 
folks, the people that want to uh, either eliminate the Second Amendment altogether or restrict it so tightly that it's impractical, they want to make it difficult. If if this stuff gets further down the pipe, that's really going to affect you guys. So I think that we do collectively as a Second Amendment community, we do a horrible job at defending the Second Amendment, an absolutely terrible job. Yeah. And, I, and I'll be honest, it, 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 it really, we need to get it together. Now, there are a few folks out there, there are some, we have some good voices, we have some strong voices in the Second Amendment community that keep the conversation going in the right direction. But let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Whenever there's anti-Second Amendment legislation and there's a protest somewhere at a, you know, either if it's on a, a city level or if it's on a state level or whatever, and, and pro-Second Amendment people are protesting, if you're that guy that shows up with an AR-15 strapped on your back, a yeah. Molden Labe shirt on, an American flag, and a camo hat on, and you're out there marching around saying, what part of shall not be infringed do you don't understand? You're causing more harm than you're doing good. Right. And yes, it is absolutely your right to protest. Yes, if, if it's legal for you to carry your AR-15, then I'm all about it. I'm not trying to tell you that that you can't do that. But when you got to think, for people, for everybody, perception is reality. Yep. Perception is an absolute reality. And when you're the soccer mom on the other side of the argument, you don't care about guns. You're out there. You're you're taking your kids to school. You know, maybe you're working a little bit. You're fixing the meal. You're worried about. You know, you, you you're that you're that mom. You don't guns aren't your thing. Guns aren't your thing. So you're you're ignorant. You're uninformed. You're uneducated. So where does your education come from? It comes from the media. It comes from social media. It comes from movies. It comes from television, yep. and it comes from anti-gun groups. The uh, Giffords Grab a Gun Law Center, uh, Bloomberg Knucklehead for People Education thing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moms Demanding Action, right. Every Town for Gun Safety. It's those people putting out these reports that are at best disingenuous, and then the media picks up on that. Social media picks up on that, and that's where all this information soaks in to these folks that yeah. are not pro gun. So walking around with the gun on your back or you're you're you get to be when you're that guy you're that stereotype that that suburban soccer mom is scared to death of that's right because they don't know that that is a multi-purpose semi-automatic sporting rifle to them the narrative says that that's a weapon of war that's a fully automatic weapon that you can get out of a vending machine for two dollars without a background check (laughs) that's what that is so when you go out there and you portray that stereotype, you are for sure doing more harm right. than good. Uh, if you're getting on social media and you're posting George Washington memes, you're putting come and take it flags up there, you're, yeah, that's cool. And listen, I'm not, I'm not ripping on you for your Second Amendment wardrobe because all of these things that I mentioned, I have a shirt with every one of those things on it. <laughs> Same, yeah, right. I promise you, yeah. I, I do and I wear it and, and that's fine. I would not wear it to a protest, right? Because that doesn't help. You know, remember when those all those chicks showed up with vagina hats on? Remember that <laughs> I thing? Remember that, yes. How many people took those girls seriously? None. Nobody did yeah. because of the way that they presented themselves. Right? Perception is reality. If you show up with a vagina hat, nobody pays attention to you. If you show up with an AR-15 on your back, everybody's scared of you. Yeah, it's intimidation. Again, yes, it is your right to do so. Yes, it is your 
absolute privilege to protest under the First Amendment and the Second Amendment to do that. Peaceable assembly. That's fine. But if you are trying to win an argument, this is not going to do it. Right. That's not going to do it. This crap on social media is not going to do it. This what part or not, you know, shall not be infringed. Do you not understand molten lava? Woo! You know. (laughs) Yeah, we're not moving the conversation forward. Not moving the conversation forward. So the question is, what do we do? How do we do it? How do we go about it? Well, look, the most important thing is we need to, how do you combat ignorance? Now, ignorance isn't stupidity. Ignorance is just a lack of knowledge. So how do we combat ignorance? We combat ignorance with education, with logic. We have to be very logical about our argument because when you get into these conversations with anti-gun folks or maybe middle-of-the-road folks, you have to be able to articulate your point. And you've got to remember, you've got a lot to combat. You've got a lot to combat because every time something happens, you know, the Odessa thing, the Dayton, Ohio thing, uh, El Paso, all these things that are on the media, that gets wall to wall coverage. The person that you're having the conversation with gets to point at the television yep. and say, oh, look at that. So you've got a you've got a big hill to climb. That's their source. <clears throat> right. That's it. And and those are true things. Those things actually happen and they yeah. are detrimental to our cause. I get it. That's not you. That's not me. That's not Brooks. That's not going to be our kids. Right. You know, we, we, we don't do that. That's somebody else. That's an outlier. That is not what this yeah. is. But the, for the people that don't understand the Second Amendment and what it means to be a Second Amendment supporter, to be a gun enthusiast, you, you really have to know your facts before yeah. you go into those arguments. You can't just say... Well, it's in the Constitution, and yeah. leave the argument there. Pfft, okay. Yep. And now what? You didn't. You didn't. You didn't move it forward. So listen, we need to be educated. So where do you get your information? You need to do your own research. And I, I, I'm serious about this. You need to. I encourage you to do your own research. Get some factual statistics because they've got all these. You know, again, the Bloomberg's, the Giffords, the Moms Demand Action, the Every Town. They've got all these anti-gun folks that are up there. Um, the Brady Center is yeah. another one. They put out a lot of stuff. Uh, but so does the CDC, so does the Department of Justice, and so does the FBI. And they are all good, good resources. Those are straight-up crime statistics. They don't have – there's no agenda there. There's just, just sheer numbers. Yeah. So you can break down uh, how many times somebody was – uh, a homicide with a long gun is a good example. So this big thing about we need to ban assault weapons. Well, we all know that assault weapons are only three to three and a half percent, or not assault weapons, but long guns in mm-hmm. its entirety. I said assault. See, they got it. They, yeah, they've they got, got me convinced uh, that assault oh. weapon is a thing. We all know assault weapons is a made up term, right? And long guns as a whole, three and a half percent of all homicides. We know that homicides are only a fraction of all quote unquote gun violence deaths every year. It's it's about a third, you know. It's not the whole thing, but these are these are the things that we need to address. These are the things that we need to get to through education and through logic. Uh, one of the a, a very very good resource, probably the best resource out there, is um, the Crime Prevention Research Center. They are at crimeprevention.org. Crime Prevention Research Center. I want to say it again at crimeresearch.org. They have some just, it's an incredible wealth of information on that site. And they base all their information off Department of Justice, FBI, CDC statistics. So it's not made up. It's not a, a funded research project. 
so you can get a lot of a lot of information for counter arguments there. Uh, stay away from social media too. Yeah. Don't get in arguments on social media. Look, no. if you want to do something on social media, I'll take that back. I encourage you to do something on social media. If you're really, really about pro Second Amendment stuff, put out a few facts. Put out a few facts. Not an argument, but just no. a statement of fact. Get some of this stuff. Make a video, a minute, minute and a half, yeah. and put it up on your page. Or start a Facebook group and invite people. And invite some people that are maybe in the middle. Expose sure. them to some of this stuff. And I would even say further than that, um, the you know, the idea... The idea, let me back up for a second. The idea when we're having these conversations is we're not trying to win an argument. We're not trying to be right about something. We're not trying to prove that the Second Amendment is an inalienable right. That's not the argument that we're trying to have, although all of it's true. Right. But you got to put that aside for a second. The reason that people have fear when it comes to firearms is ignorance. Mm -hmm. They don't understand. They don't understand the process of the background check. They don't understand what people actually do with firearms. They don't understand that that people go shoot for target practice. People like to competitively shoot. There's skeet shooting. There's people that just have firearms that only use them around hunting season. The guns sit in the closet all year or in the safe. <laughs> and then, you know, October, September rolls around. Yeah. You're coming into deer season here in Texas. Dumb people season. start ramping. Yep. They start ramping it up and, and getting out there and getting ready, getting the gun sighted in, getting them all cleaned up, getting everything ready. So people aren't just, you know, toting around <laughs> with a gun strapped to their back all the time. Uh, concealed carry is a different genre and some people just buy guns just for the collectability right. literally there's some older guns that just have crazy pricing on them that you unbelievable expensive oh, yeah. stuff so there's the curio and relic aspect right. of it and the historical aspect and a lot of people buy these guns and they'll have a bunch of guns they never fire yeah, them exactly because they're old antiques yeah. they have a lot of value and and they don't want to you know don't want to mess anything up but there's that aspect to it, too. So I would say that if you've got a friend that's on the fence, a friend, coworker, whatever, somebody that you're having a conversation with, invite them to go shoot with you. Yes. Take them to the gun range. And listen, here's another tip. Don't take the Smith & Wesson 500 Magnum for them to shoot. No. Don't take a shotgun. Don't take the AR-15. Don't take the AK. Take something easy that they can enjoy, something that they can have fun with, that they can have fun with, something that's not going to intimidate them. If you've got a twenty two revolver, and according to the ATF's numbers, there's a lot of them out there. If you've got, yeah, a twenty two or 9 millimeter, something easy, something they yeah. can get out there and get used to. So this intimidation, so this fear, take this fear out of it. And again, you're not trying to indoctrinate someone yeah. into going out and buying a gun. You're not trying to, to, to flip their attitude. You're just trying to take this fear, this uncomfortable stigma that they have away from the gun culture. And I think if you can do that, you, you can win. But you have to stay on message. You have to stay calm. Uh, I would also say keep politics out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, if we... If we score it right down the line, uh, most liberal Democrats tend to be anti-gun. Most conservative Republicans tend to be pro-gun. But that doesn't matter. Right. That doesn't matter. We, we're, not, we're not worried about that. We're not trying to divide it up into teams. We're just trying to make the people that don't understand, understand. Right. So, uh, you know, the other thing that we can do, if, if, you, if you say you don't want to go to the gun range, if you're 
one of those folks, if you're, you know, like Brooks or myself, if you take your family out to shoot, you take your kids out to shoot and it's an experience, Mm -hmm. share that with whoever you, Hey, you come out with us, come out with a family. We're going to, I'm taking the kids or we're going out. We're going to do whatever. Invite them to come along, show them that it can be a, a learning experience, a bonding experience for the family. And with that part of the education, you can demonstrate to someone else that, Listen, uh, I'm out with my family with guns, and it's safe. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching my children gun etiquette. I'm teaching them safety. I'm teaching them how to shoot, not so they'll grow up to be gun-toting badasses, but so they will grow up to know that what a gun is. It's a dangerous mm-hmm. thing, and there's only certain instances in certain places that a gun is to be used. And Other than right. that, psh, no, leave it alone. That's just a byproduct. Right, the gun-toting badass. Right, yeah. <laughs> if they grow up to be a gun-toting badass, then that's, <laughs> then that's fine. Yeah, that bonus, you're winning. So, uh, real quick, I wanted to chime in on your social media sure. uh, comment. Um, right now, on TV, social media, everything, there is more uh, exposure to the negative side of this. So, when you're talking about going and posting posting things on Facebook, that at, that helps level that playing field out now uh some of the other stuff about what you post so good stories about guys you know people using guns i think that's important as well Mm -hmm. because it's always looked at the negative like how are you gonna how are you gonna protect yourself if you're getting robbed at a gas station you see you know you see those all the time but that's not widely shared on social media right also um you were talking about being informative um we the um she was just on the show a few weeks ago when i was gone uh she she put out that video about um suppressors Oh, uh, uh, Rachel Malone. Rachel Malone, yes. Yeah, from uh, she's the Texas director for Gun Owners America. Yeah. Exactly. So that was that's a good video Absolutely. to share. So that's that's what the kind of stuff we want to see. Yeah, you're right, and that's the other thing too. That's uh, Brooks brought up a, a good point. When we see social media and we see um, TV media, the media narrative, anytime something bad happens, they are all over it because you know as don henley said dirty laundry <laughs> you know that's what sells on tv people yeah. people want to see it's it's sad it's morbid yeah. but they 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 are drawn to that stuff that stuff makes news and uh news outlets are in business to make money so they're gonna they're gonna put that stuff out there but seldom very seldom how often do you see a a positive story about a gun owner defending him or herself uh, with a right. weapon. It's very, very rare, um, but it does happen. Uh, but listen, you guys, I mean, seriously, we're getting our asses kicked. We can't afford to do this. So you guys got to get up and get out and and get this done. I mean, you have to be positive about this. And we, we can't be – anytime you show up, again, I'm going to go back to the to the Mullen Labe AR-15 camouflage hat thing. Uh, in, anytime you're that guy – and the media's out there covering it, guess who they're going to take the picture of? They're going to take the most extreme yep. example out there, and they're going to say, look, this guy had an assault weapon on his back yeah. walking around like it's Scary. nothing. We can't let these people win. Yeah, And that's going to be the narrative, and the uninformed soccer mom is going to get that news and going to go, mm, yep, don't like that. This is Bullet Points 2A Talk Radio, a Bullet Points media property. Uh, one of the other things I want to touch on, you know, uh, I, I said we're, we're getting our asses kicked in this deal. They're they're beating us up. 
And a lot of that is because of the image that we put out there when we try to push back on these things. And, and make no mistake, we need to push back, mm-hmm. but we need to do it with tact. We need to do it without emotion. We need to do it without a party comparison. We need to do it as an educational piece. We need to do it as a logical piece. So we have to take this anger. We can't cannot just continually point to the Constitution because it's not it's not th- this this revolutionary constitution sort of respect that we all have as second amendment owners i mean i'm i'm huge i'm a, i'm a big listen i'm a big nerd back in the for you know the constitution and and you know how the united states formed as a republic and what we went through uh, both good and bad to get to where we are now the, the freest most prosperous country that the world has ever known i absolutely respect that and i know you guys too do too but that piece of it is not a tool that we can use to win an argument because people are not worried about what was written in the Constitution. What they're worried about is what happened the day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what they're worried about. They're worried about the here and now. So we can't point to that document and just say, listen, this is how the founding fathers intended for it to be. So this is how it is now. And this is how it's always going to be because this is in the Constitution Yes, you are 100% right. But no, that is not a component of the conversation that we need to have today. Uh, The other side of it is, too, is I find Second Amendment folks, and you guys are going to hate all over me for this. (laughs) You guys are lazy. You guys are lazy when it comes to the defense of this, man. You cannot just get on social media and put a bumper sticker on your truck and put on the Mullen Lobby shirt. It's, it's not working. It's not working. This is why we're getting our asses kicked. I'll tell you something else. The reason that I say that is because I find when I, you know, I talk to a lot of people outside of the show. It's, it's always a conversation about, you know, hey, what's going on? I heard you talking about this. What about this? What about that? I heard that's coming up. You know, all this legislation, all this stuff that we bring to you, all the stuff that we cover. And it's unbelievable to me how little support that pro-Second Amendment legislation gets. I'll give you a couple of examples. HB 2286, recently we talked to uh, State Representative Dr. Tom Oliverson, District 130. Uh, He was the author of HB uh, 2286 here in Texas. It didn't make it out of committee, so it's dead now. But it sought to decriminalize suppressors in Texas. And so I told all my buddies about it. I said, hey, what do you think about this? I was floored at the response I got. Well, it's just a feel-good law, not that big a deal. Well, it doesn't really do anything federally, so eh, whatever. I still got to get... Are you serious? (laughs) Come on, listen. No, it's not a perfect bill. It's not a perfect bill. Uh, If you want a perfect bill, then get off your ass, run for office, and write it your damn self. But it was a good bill. It was a positive move in the right direction. direction. I heard the same moanings and groanings back a handful of years ago when they were talking about open carry in Texas. So open carry in Texas, people were like, we don't need open carry because ain't somebody come up behind me and grab my gun. Oh, nobody know I'm carrying concealed. That, that's dumb. I don't want that. that. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You know what? Open carry, whether you open carry or not, is completely beside the point. The fact is that every piece of legislation that passes, everything that becomes law, no matter what it is, is a hell of a lot harder to take away than it is to get in. 
So yeah. once you get positive Second Amendment laws into the legislation, that creates a foundation for the Second Amendment that we can move forward. You know how I talk about laws in other states, both federally and, and, and you know, in Oregon and California, wherever it's at. All that stuff, I always say that that chips away. Yeah. Well, positive Second Amendment stuff helps build that foundation back up, mm-hmm. and that's what we need. So if there's any positive Second Amendment legislative legislation out there, you guys should support it 100%. Yeah. I, I'll go back to the to the open carry thing. No, I, I'm, I'm not going to open carry, and it doesn't matter my reasons for not open carry. It doesn't matter your reasons. I don't care if you open carry or not. I don't care if you ever open carry. But that is a positive piece of Second Amendment legislation, yep. and I'm glad it passed. Yep. Whether you use it or not, whether you think it's dumb or not, it is good as a whole. It contributes to the greater foundation of the Second Amendment. This is Bullet Points 2A Talk Radio, brought to you by the United States Gun Club. You need to support politicians that are pro-Second Amendment mm-hmm. or at worst, neutral about it. Yeah, they're not for it. They're not against it. That there may be they're concerned with something else, economics or or whatever. But you can't you can't do that. That's just ridiculous. And there's a lot of people that do that. And I will tell you that. Oh, I talked earlier about when you when you have these conversations, when you make these arguments, that you shouldn't make them political. Uh, but generally, they do go down party lines. That being said, I know for a fact that there are many many people. Uh, on the uh, in the Democrat Party that are not anti-gun, they are they are pro-gun for the most part. You're not going to hear them say it because the the party generally is anti-gun. But but that doesn't mean that everybody on that side is is anti-gun. But typically, when these things come up, these very uh, divisive issues, uh, guns are one of them. Uh, abortion is another. Immigration is another. Those. Things tend to go right down party lines. The party yep. sticks together on those things. So we got to keep that in mind when we're thinking about who we're going to support in office because the people that go, that get into office, they are going to try to stay in office by doing what they think the people want. And if they, you got to think about the presidential candidates right now are a good example. They're all talking anti gun. Yeah. And when they talk anti-gun at these rallies, everybody cheers. That means everybody in that crowd wants anti-gun stuff. So that might be, they might be one-issue voters, as a lot of people sure. are, single-issue voters. They go, well, that guy's going to buy back all the assault weapons, and it's going to be a utopia. There'll be <laughs> sparkles and unicorns, and everything's going to be fine. Uh, now, we all know that's BS, but again, that's what those people are going to do. That is the way that they're going to behave. So we have to be real careful when we get into our political support for candidates. And again, if you're truly a Second Amendment supporter, then be very, very careful about where you put your support politically because that's what changes the landscape. Right. We're talking a little bit in the last segment about you know what we need to do, some of the things that we can do. And I think we all need to get really more physically involved. If you have somebody that might want to get into shooting, either hunting or something like that. I mean, jump on it. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, not too long ago, which 
uh, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm guilty of this as not not being intentional when somebody's uh, approached me um, about you know shooting, learning more about guns. I actually had a, a young gentleman, 19, 20 years old, just approach me last week. Uh, you know, never really had a father figure in his life, uh, and he wants to you know explore the outdoors, explore guns, uh, and and if I don't, if I'm not intentional about that, and immediately jump on, you know, showing the kid the ropes, uh, he could find the wrong way to use a gun or or use a gun the wrong way. Uh, That's that's how uh, important it is to be intentional with all these, you know, with people who want to learn. Yeah. Make sure that everybody, you know, make sure that you have an open invitation to Mm -hmm. those people, whether you just go to the range or you go you know, we shoot outdoors at a, you know, a longer range, a distance like rifles, stuff like that, uh, or pistols or, or whatever. Or you just go, you know, you just go hunting. You've got some land that you go up and shoot at, or you've got a hunting lease that you go on. If you get the opportunity to take somebody yes. with you and show them how it works, you're winning. Yes. You're winning. Be it somebody like Brooks, the example of Brooks is giving it somebody that is not not anti-gun, no. but doesn't know guns. That's the other part of this too, because with each of those, let's, let's do this. If Brooks takes this young man out and teaches him how to hunt, teaches him how to be safe, mm-hmm. how to be proficient and teaches him everything that goes along with the responsibility of gun ownership. He has taught that kid how to fish because he yep. is growing up. He's going to, take those values that Brooks has instilled in him mm-hmm. and put them in other people the same way that we put them in our, our children. Kid, yes. Um, uh, you've heard me talk about my son Carter. He's actually here with us today in the studio. His mic is not on, but he's, <laughs> he's joining us, but Oh, his mic is on now. Carter, you're on the air. You want to say something? You like guns? Mm, yeah. Yeah. You like guns? So I took you, I took, when I took you to shoot, what'd you think? It was awesome. It was awesome, huh? Yeah. So when, when it comes to having, uh, guns around the house, and things like that and being safe with guns do you what do you think i mean do you are you, are you scared of guns what do you when you see a gun what do you think when you see dad with a gun what do you what do you think um that you don't touch it you have to ask someone if you can if you want to see it yeah what if you're by yourself and you're at a friend's house and you see a gun laying out what do you do you don't touch it but what what should you do should you tell someone um, what should you do um you should um Always ask if you want to see um, the gun. Right, or go tell an adult. What if what if you're what if you have a friend and your friend says, "Hey, let's look at my dad's guns." What do you say? No. That's right. You say no because guns are dangerous and they should only be used with an adult. So, yeah. so I took you shooting and, and you like kind of kind of scared you a little bit, didn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, because it's loud. <laughs> yeah, because it, and it was not what you thought it was, right? Nope. Not at all. But do you feel? Do you feel a little bit better now? Do you feel like you understand guns a little bit more? Yeah. That's good. Well, I'm yeah, glad. So I, really want, I want you to grow up to be safe, you know, and the, the point is that when I, I took you out there, I, I hope you grow up to shoot. I hope you and I can grow up and shoot together. Um, but if we don't, if you decide guns aren't your thing, you still understand guns and you're still going to be safe around them. And hopefully that will go along with you teaching. You, you may save one of your friend's lives. Because yeah. if your friend wants to pick up a gun and say, oh, look, it's my dad's gun, you're going to say no, leave that alone. No, because you, 
because you don't know if it has bullets in it or not. You always treat a gun That's like right. it's loaded, right? Yeah. Whether you know or not. So just yeah. leave it alone is the best thing yeah. and go get an adult and tell an adult that, hey, listen, we can't can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. So we gotta be gotta be safe, right? Yeah. Got it's, to be It's like when you um when I came back and I saw a shotgun out. I knew, I knew I couldn't touch it because I had to ask you first. Right. Ask me before you can touch the shotgun. Yeah. That's, good. <laughs> That's good advice. No, but you you have been around. I think you and your sisters do very well when it comes to, to firearm safety. Y'all, y'all know exactly what's up. So that makes me as a parent feel comfortable. And that's the thing that we can... Uh, uh, that we can get done is as we teach our children, as we teach our friends, you know, hopefully that knowledge expands to other people. They carry that on again. You're teaching them how to fish. You're not just saying, hey, don't touch that. That's uh, right. You, you, you put the educational yeah. component in them. And I think that that helps us all. So listen, guys, really do what you can do to educate. Be logical. Don't be emotional. Don't get into the political side of it. You got to stay away from what's on TV. Don't make a comparison argument. Just be logical with the facts and have a sensible conversation with people. And again, I can't enforce it enough. You're not trying to indoctrinate people. You're not trying to change their mind. You're just trying to alleviate fear. You're just trying to alleviate ignorance. You're trying to make people comfortable around guns so that they don't have this irrational fear. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us here on Bullet Points. You join us next week, Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Until then, be armed, be smart, and be Be safe. America! Bullet Points, 2A Talk Radio. A Bullet Points media property.